So fuck's sake. siblings who have quite a few resentments and we're here to share them with you. No one else is fucking doing it. I don't want, actually, you know what? Today I'm out. I've got a resentment against myself. I reckon everyone in that school is back in. Yeah. You don't need to put the effort into actually changing yourself <laughs> for the better. I cannot stand the man. That's the, the only time I've ever felt like a man. They're a corrupt people. Welcome to the resentment list with your host Naomi Ben. This is episode 34 and we're welcoming you to our world of resentments. Ben, ben, what's going on? Tell me what's going on. I got a thing and maybe this is just oversensitivity, but uh, do you ever get annoyed by like um, the, there's kind of an aggressive tone to the way people message you on messenger and they don't intend it? Yeah. Like I find... um. When people, when you're trying to organize like a group thing and uh, someone wants to know what, what you think or what you want to do and then they just, they, they tag you in the message and it's like, well, I can see the message already. You don't have to tag me and it's just like a little bit too direct. Yeah, but you know why they do that, don't you? Uh, because you don't reply. You don't right. re- respond. You don't reply. You. This has been going on. I, I remember when, like, early on in the podcast, in our infancy, I had uh, resentment against you for not replying to messages and you being your message persona being a uh, fuckboy. And I remember one of your friends commented on the picture um, or commented on the podcast and was like, yeah, thank God Naomi brought this to everyone's attention because it's true. So I feel like their passive aggressiveness of tagging you is like, Ben, can you see this? Because you don't usually reply. Uh, yeah, that's pretty good. But then you get a double notification and that annoys me. But what do you, so why don't you, um, I'm not even going to go there because I was, I was just going to say, why don't you reply as soon as, as soon as you see the message. But then I think about myself and I, I, every, I think everyone does it. Dude, because because group chats fucking suck, and we I know. as a society we need to go. You either you either text me individually or you make a Facebook event. We're not doing group chats anymore. We're not doing them. it. I hate them, and I hate. I turn them all off. I leave them. I delete the thread, and they're like, "Do you know? Do you know the best satisfaction? Do you I leave have in it life? or do you delete it? Because it says Ben's left the chat. Well, I don't know what it says to everyone else, but what I've been doing recently. And this has given me great satisfaction is it says on Messenger, there's an option, delete entire conversation. <laughs> <laughs> and it says all the history that you've had with this person <laughs> or this group will be deleted and you'll never be able to see it again. And I say, let's lock and load. <laughs> let's do it. Uh, yeah, I want a, to- new, a new world, a new life for Ben where I don't have to talk to you anymore. Um, <laughs> I wonder what, but what happened? So what? That that chat continues to exist without you having any knowledge of what's going on in it. Yeah, and the bliss of that ignorance. Yeah, but I want. But what, what if you miss an important event? 
Oh, I would love to miss out. <laughs> Me too. I have. Do you know? Um, do you know? There's this thing that um, that I talk about in therapy. It's called JOMO. Do you know what that is? The joy of missing out. Uh, yeah, I'm big on that. I'm gonna I tweet love this missing right out, now, baby. I love a JOMO. We love missing out. Um, yeah. but so I just want to know what happens when for the other people though because I know the whole Ben has left this conversation it's when you leave a chat and I know when you turn off notifications no one knows that you've turned off notifications so I want to know what happens when you delete the message I don't know I think it just I think not I think you're just whitewashed I think you're just what do you mean whitewashed (laughs) it doesn't say anything but you like no one knows you're gone but you're just gone like it's like it's like witness protection or something yeah okay um but uh, but even that. Like what if they tagged you? What the, what the fuck is this twitching? Um, so um, I don't know if they no the tag won't work. It's like if you've blocked someone. Why have you taken but, my phone? <laughs> it's like in your phone because it was distracting me. I just me. tweeted. I it just was tweeted. distracting me. Okay, but even even see Facebook have to be aware if they really want to take care of this um this mental illness thing is they need to be aware of how the way they phrase things affects your anxiety because even saying so-and-so has left the conversation, that's like a passive-aggressive thing. That It seems like that person is like, I don't even want to hear your shit. No, I left are, the conversation. But what, are, but what are they meant to say? Like, Ben is gone. <laughs> like, there's no other way to say it. Like, they need to do the notifications so that the people in the group know that you're no longer there checking I'll the messages. I'll tell you what they need to say. They need to say, they need to say Naomi... I needed to chill out a bit, and so it's had taken a little. No, but bit maybe of a break. that's not. But what if you are doing it aggressively? Well, they need to sugarcoat it because I can't deal with the real world. And and I got another thing for you. Um, is um, is my friend Sarah? She gets a shout out on nearly every episode. The other day, she goes to me. Look, Ben, we need to talk. She said that in message. Oh my god! And, and I was like, <laughs> that's stressful. Sarah, you can't. And I was literally like, I was like, oh shit what is this like i rang her i was blowing up her phone i was like is she is she like friend breaking up with me um has she found out one of my secrets like something and uh it ended up with something like oh yeah i was just gonna uh invite you to the movies and i was like well you can't say that we gotta yeah, talk I, know. I hate that that's so stressful everyone should know that that you're not meant to say we've got to talk like how many times like i don't know like i think i don't know if this has happened to me but i've heard it from other people is like um I heard one where like the phone was breaking up and um someone and then the guy that this girl was dating and he was like break it's breaking up it's breaking up and she thought he was breaking up with him with, with her and she like hell freaked out it's like those things well, that's that- on her <laughs> <laughs> yeah but everyone knows that you shouldn't say we've got to talk like um there's some other things that piss me off like i hate like when you clear your throat, people think that you're you want to say something or you're trying to interrupt them. Oh yeah, I need yeah. to just clear my throat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always sigh, and people are like, "Why are you sighing? Is something wrong?" I'm like, "No, I just sigh." Yeah, I'm like sigh. We, we need to be able to just do basic body things. Mm. Um, uh, what was another thing? Um, oh yeah, no. Uh, but to Sarah's credit, she was like, "Oh yeah, sorry, I just fucked up." So she doesn't know what she's doing. Oh, so she wasn't aware of. Yeah, her, she like- wasn't aware. She was like, "I can't. I'm not. I would get uh, weirded about that too." So, mm. um, but uh, another thing is, and this one probably is oversensitive. Is um, I hate the ha ha, um, 
emoji uh, reaction on Facebook. I still like that. I've got a no, soft spot for every, it. When I'm in my bed and I'm scrolling through Facebook and I'm depressed, like I'm just, I'm just out of bed or something. I've slept for 18 hours and I see every post. Ha ha. Ha ha. What the ha ha, ha, ha words or the emoji with the little tear thing? The emoji with the laugh. Yeah, the laugh. It's not tears. It's just like a big, a big gaping mouth laugh. And I oh, feel like... Oh, see, I thought you were talking about the one and it's got... Um, no, the reaction. I want to know which one. The reaction, the ha-ha reaction. Mm. Go on Facebook. I want, no, the one that I always get is the tears. Um, the te- Like the laughing with that, the tears. That. Oh, with the love? No, that's just the hearts. No. The heart eyes. Yeah. No, no. This guy is a ha-ha. That's a ha-ha. Oh, that. Sorry, yeah. I thought you were talking about that. I, that's another one I always see with the. No, that's not. I'm talking about the reaction because I tell oh, you why. Oh, reaction. It okay. makes me depressed because if you actually look at every time they're doing reaction, it's every time someone's trying to make a serious point or they're trying to just just love each other and get along in the world. At someone, some fucker out there has done a ha ha, and I'm like, can't we just have one serious moment oh, between so, each so other? People are saying, and so it just depresses me that so everyone's pe- ha haing at everything. So people say ha ha to things that are serious. Yeah, people see people abuse it, and this is a thing that annoys me about Facebook. We said it before: is that Mark Zuckerberg has got these these glasses on that he thinks everything's just gonna be fine and people aren't gonna abuse things you can't have a ha-ha because people are gonna ha-ha at everything they're gonna ha-ha at school shootings they're gonna ha-ha at cancer no ha-ha but what about the like like i never know if you should like something like when something's really sad i'm like i don't like it i just mean i like the post yeah i like the sentiment that's the thing get rid of the likes if you're taking this shit seriously get rid of all of it get rid so what no response just comments (laughs) Just comments. Let's start with just comments. And one thing that um, comedians are real up in arms for, but I think is a good thing, is that um, if you do uh, a thing, I'm not sure if it's Instagram, I think it's Instagram. If you do something that the, the words are similar to something that's been reported before, it will send you a little reminder, send you a little notification saying, are you sure you want to submit this comment? It's similar to something that has been reported before. Ah, so that's okay. and comedians are like, this is like free speech and shit. But I'm like, that's that's nice because they're not saying you can't do it. They're just saying maybe you should think before you be abusive to someone. Like that's the kind of world we're looking for. Mm, okay, I didn't know that. So just like be that. just be aware of the of your social so media what, what, footprint. But what are you? But what okay. ha are you getting like offended by? Because you don't post anything on Facebook. So is it just like? the haha in its in and of itself or I is think, it i think it's like social media stuff like i see i i mean i think it's um i think it's news articles i follow a lot of news stuff and there's like there's lots of editorials now and they're like i feel like we should um start taking um one thing was like uh we should start taking the grieving of pets seriously and that's like a massive thing for me because we all just like brush under the rug but it's like you can't be like oh we need to treat them like a member of a family, but when they die, just get over it. Like, they're right. We do need to take it seriously. But then, below that thing, there was like a thousand ha-has to that article. That's not a nice thing to ha-ha. Uh, Don't okay. ha-ha. I think maybe you might be taking the emojis too seriously, though. Like, I've never really noticed it. Yeah, I said it might be oversensitive, but it just affects me. I just don't think... I just think that they need to just stop 
creating an outlet for people to be rude to each other. Let's try and... But people are going to find a way to be rude to each other regardless. Yeah, but once you realise it's like a hydra, you've got to keep cutting off the heads. Even if they keep growing back, you've got to keep cutting. Mm. Um, anyway, do you want to go that into That is something? a bigger resentment, isn't it? Yeah, it really annoyed me. Uh, well, one that um, I want to bring up is I have been on a little bit of a crate. As you know, we've been talking about my weird habits and my bourgeoisie personality. Well, budding bourgeoisie personality. Apparently, budding. I was a dirt piece of shit, like you know coal coal miner before and now i'm like some kind of rich queen yeah um but one thing that um tristan and i have been starting to do which is a bit weird is we've started you know how i told you how i have to rotate all laundry so like say if i'm putting towels away i have to towels that are just washed i have to put on the bottom of the pile so the other towels get a go because I yeah. feel like they have personalities and I feel like that other ones will be left no, out. sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm doing the same with my clothes. I'm like, oh, I haven't worn that for a while. It must be sad. So mm. now with our mugs, um, I rotate them. So I'm like, oh, if I haven't used that one, I've got to I've got to use the other one. And um, so now we've actually named all our mugs okay. and oh, I have fav- favourite ones for different things. Yeah. And... um. So, we really love mugs. I love fucking mugs. So, we've got some new mugs. Um, We're drinking out of them now. And I just love a good mug. I hate, like, the stock standard mugs, like, white mugs. I hate, like, shitty mugs. So, like, I've been going to, like, West Elm. There's some cute ones that came out in Target. So, Mm. now each one has a name. So, the one that I've got now, the light blue one's called Muggy. Yeah. Um, That one is – that one that you have is part of a twin and that they're German twins. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. I actually can't remember their names. Klaus and Flaus. Or something. Um, Trista, I've got a really bad memory. And then there's like um, Glam Glam, who's silver, because she's like Glam Glam, like a Kardashian. Um, and then there's like uh, Margot. Um, she's like kind of arty and like kind of just a bit like, I don't know. She's a cray cray. Yeah. Um, she's a creative. Um and then there's um, there's another guy that's like weren't really worldly. Anyway, we've got all these names for our mugs, and I just want to say, is that edging on the? Is that weird? Is that am I going crazy? Has it gone too far? Um. No, I love it. Oh, you like it? I think. Um, I think part of what I hate about about Western culture is that we don't care about the little things enough. And part of what I loved in Japan was that people pay so much attention to detail. So every house, even in very dense cities out of apartments, people would have little beautiful trees that they've curated and stuff. Mm. And they care very much about the little things. And so what you're doing is you're saying, there's this this thing in our society of things are just mass produced like you go to Kmart you get a mug and and that mug has no personality but what you you brought it home and you said not here not today my (laughs) friend when you're in my house you have a personality you have a place you will be used yeah you don't get forgotten and that's you know and that's I think what we need to think about it and um you know it's like it's like um 
It's like Toy Story. It's like everything has a personality if I you like let that. it. I like that. Yeah, I feel yeah. like that's good. And, and I like, really love it. One thing is one of my friends calls things like him. Like she says, oh, like her plant. She's like, oh, yeah, he needs a bit of water. Or, yeah, he's fine. And it makes me just love the stuff even more. Yeah, and, um, and I've told you about my Big Papa mug. No. I got a mug. I, uh, I went to Kmart. I don't go to Kmart very often. You've, you discouraged me from it. But one time I went and I saw this massive mug. It probably holds about, about a pint of liquid. And it's just a big white mug. And just have a picture of a polar bear on the front. And it says, Big Papa Bear. <laughs> and that mug... That mug has been a better friend to me than most of my friends. <laughs> that mug has been through thick and thin with me, providing coffee. We talked on the last episode about how the coffee can be the one thing that gets you out of bed in the morning. I tell you what, if that coffee is in that big papa mug, that's a day started right there. That's a that's a good day. So that's big to me. And I tell you about this muggy. What's the name of this mug you got here? He's muggy. Muggy's a game changer. This mug, I thought about this mug. I see this mug. And I'm transported back to, um, you, you remember that holiday we went to, just you and me, we went to down to Denmark? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how much personality this mug has. It looks like a beach holiday. It looks yeah. like the kind of mug you would have in an in a, a artisanal um, beach shack. Yeah. That's how cool it is. Because it's, it's like, it's kind of misshapen. It's got different different hues of blue mixed with white and um. It's quite, it's quite a special mark. It's exquisite. I'll tell you that for one thing. Well, um, I think that if you treat your objects, like say my um, computer, touch wood, that's a 2011 model. We're nearly in 2020, baby. So that's nearly a decade. And do you know why I think that it has lasted so long? This is a laptop, by the way. Is because I never get aggravated with it. Well, I do. That's a lie. But I am nice about it. I'm like, it's okay. It's all right. You're taking a bit a while to lo- a load. That's okay. I'm going to be patient. I'm going to wait for you to get your shit together and open this explorer. I'm going to wait for you. You know, it's okay. I have to shut you down. That's fine. And it's like um uh you know like ages ago it was going around it was kind of viral about how positivity like if you're positive about something you can change the way that the sand is or some shit like yeah. it makes the sand into nice shapes. I can't yeah. remember what it was. It was some like thing. Um and I think that my positivity to that computer has made it stay with me. Yeah. But but see, even if it doesn't, it doesn't matter because a lot of the self-work I do is by trying to, in my mind, um, draw analogies between different things. And so if you, if you treat something nicely, you'll feel more positive towards it. So even if it doesn't function better or have you know, a great role in your life, it will, it reflects back the positivity you have towards it. So if there's anything in your life that you feel positive towards, you can use analogy from that, say, how does that relationship work with that object? How can I bring that to other things in my life? And so that's where like, you know, people made a lot of fun of like, um, Marie Kondo, the start of this year, you know, does it spark joy and all this stuff. But it's true, man, ever since I seen that and I fold clothes and stuff, that becomes like a therapeutic activity for me because you become grateful for the objects in your life and you you imbue them all with this intentionality of the purpose that they have for you. Yeah, I think that was kind of game changing. Like, the yeah, way, that was big. It's not what she's doing. Like, any there's so many organized experts out there, but it was the way that she yeah related to objects. It's a spirituality, and that's and that's what I got as well 
from going to Japan is the the attitude that in Japanese culture they have towards everyday stuff is of a real intentionality and paying attention to things and the more you pay attention to what you do the more you're you're in the moment and you enjoy your life even if it might be in some ways mundane you enjoy it more because you you see the beauty in it yeah and I think that um I've got I mean everyone has didn't someone say that like so like there's the op shops are like overflowing now of clothes because so many people have thrown stuff out yeah like I I'm the same like I just I've still got way too much stuff because I'm of the the kind that collect I've always been more of a like maximalist like I will have so much stuff I'll collect more books because it makes me feel better about myself I'll collect more clothes I'll buy this I'll buy that because I want to feel better it's like another addiction but since seeing that and also through other stuff other work that I've been doing I'm like you know just going that enough's enough like it doesn't matter how many books I get I'm never gonna feel smart enough like and even on the other end because this is the thing that doesn't matter is like um is that the two poles of things don't matter that actually everything mostly has this horseshoe thing where at two extremes it comes to meet so I was the opposite I was an extreme minimalist and then I realized that the problem with that is it becomes a negative thing because you're always trying to throw out stuff yeah but I you always say that you're a minimalist but you all you have boxes and boxes of shit yeah well maybe it's all a matter of perception I don't know but you always say you're a minimalist I'm like you've always had a lot of stuff like I have well I don't have Tristan is a minimalist he has nothing although no he even he is because he had like boxes of clothes that he never wore but he kept bringing them to each house so that's not a minimalist thing a minimalist is like I've got a friend that you know she's always going oh I don't like I'm not going to wear this t-shirt for a while so she gets rid of it or she gives it to a friend like she's only ever got like 10 or 20 10 to 15 items in her wardrobe and every year she kind of just like gets rid of some she's only got like three books and like just her house is just it's never got too much stuff yeah that to me is more minimalist than yeah i don't know i don't know mate you don't know but um we better change i mean we're getting a bit wooey for some of our listeners so yeah, we better people change. don't like the woo they don't people do I not think like some the people woo. like the woo yeah, who knows what they like. Um, but I got a I got a retro. Can I just bring it back to a retro resentment here? Oh, I love the retro. Hashtag retro resentment. Um this thing that happened in high school was for some reason people weren't even trying to be mean. It's just in high school people have no no tact at all. They have no tact. They just fucking High school was it like a harsh land. They just say shit to you. It was a bloody it was a wasteland. And they say, um they say this guy said to me and he wasn't trying to be mean he was just looking at me one day and he's got he was like you have really large paws oh my god that is so fucking rude i was like why do you say that to a guy i can't change my paws there's nothing i can do to change my paws your paws i'm I'm looking at your paws have i got large paws um i mean yeah i can see them from here too but you you actually can't i don't think you can change the size of your paws uh i think there's creams that do try that claim to do that no, I think it's a thing. It's do you a cleanse your thing. face? No, I don't do cleanse. Uh, but you know, in high then school, you have to cleanse. No, but let me. This is not the point here. This is not the point. The point is that in, when I'm a fucking fifteen-year-old, you shouldn't be commenting on my pores because well, I'm just fucking weird. fifteen. It's weird. So was this guy the same age as you? Yeah. Yeah. See, he's a fucking guy with like like. 
it was about you know fucking Darrow's in high school. Yeah, but and you this guy's commenting on my pores. Yeah, he can't bring shit out pores yeah, when we're. You know that that was about him, not you, right? You know that now. It was because he probably had bad skin and he was picking on other people's skin because he had an insecurity or he had a small dick or it's something or he was jealous of you so he had to bring you down. Like obviously it was something like that. Well, that's the thing is like I think now that you say it, I haven't thought this before, but he was in the beginning of his his medi transformation. Uh, so he was starting to think about like, oh, I need to start bettering myself yeah. because I used to be a Darrow oh and my now God. I'm a medi, medi, so I need to transform. The medi, if anyone doesn't know, um, is a metrosexual, but it got shortened as all Australian sayings do to medi. And uh, we were really, we well... Ben and I got a quite a large age difference, but I would say I was in high school when that trend, I mean, it's been and gone now. I mean, every, they, we don't really have that anymore. It's more kind of a fluid, um, a fluid gender thing, but any, not gender. What am I saying? It's more, it's more like what we don't really have. We don't even call people metrosexuals anymore because now it's almost, do you know what it's like? It's, it's like, it's like skinny jeans. Skinny jeans came in and they were like, oh, skinny jeans, like this is a new fashion. But now skinny jeans they have... They are the jeans, bro. Yeah, but they're just a jean. Like they've stayed in fashion and they've stayed, well, not as much now, but they're kind of out now, but they've stayed became like an option. Where So now metrosexual wasn't really a thing before. So it was like that metrosexual was like a subculture. And that was like a new thing. Whereas now it's in the mainstream. It's like whether or not you're a quote-unquote metrosexual, it's not really an issue anymore. Does but that make sense? But also bullshit. Like also I think people just realise that there's some kind of there's some kind of disguised homophobia. Or not even disguised. Oh, yeah. Because you're saying that because to be straight you have to be yeah, like yeah. shit. You know? Well, when I was – what I was going to say is like when I was in high school, that metrosexual thing, that was when it was coming in. Like I was in high school when that whole – um, wave came in and yeah it was kind of um it was kind of like a new thing and, and guys didn't really know how to handle it and like all new trends they kind of go in like full throttle and they're just like I've got to do this now like this is what I'm doing and I have to tick all the boxes of what this this style is yeah and then the and then the people that don't want to do it they get like all scared about the word world changing, so they have to go full throttle against it. Yeah, and like, oh, that guy's gay. And so, and that's the thing with that. At our school, there was like soccer people. Yeah, and because like traditionally, like soccer culture is more about that kind of, I guess, like pretty boy kind of stuff and gelling your yeah. hair up and all that stuff. Is um that the other boys that weren't in the soccer program, they'll be like, oh, what is this gay shit? Like it. And it was just a whole thing. It was re- it's just a high school is just a bloody mess. Well, I'll tell you something even worse. Do you need to say something? Well, I'll, well, no, no, no. Is it on the same topic? Because I had something to add. Okay, go. Not even a kid, a teacher, told me. And we've said before, there was plenty of dodgy teachers at, at that high school. So we won't say what high school it was. I don't want to bring anyone down. But um, she said. Um, we were talking about uh, like we were learning Chinese history, so we were talking like Mao Mao Zedong, and he like famously had like horseshoe balled and um, well, that wasn't what he's famous for, but what um, did he have? Oh. Horseshoe balding, like a horseshoe male pattern baldness, right? Oh, everyone has that, don't yeah, they? yeah. Um, and uh, so we started talking about baldness because this teacher could not stay on topic to save her life, um, and she was like, "Oh, you know, some of you will go bald. Oh, Ben, you've got a receding hairline." 
She said that to me, a fucking 16-year-old. She said that I had a receding hairline that out of fucking so nowhere. Rude. That is so rude. It's like, these fucking bitches. That is, I can't believe that's like, oh, my God. I just, high school was brutal. I remember this kid in year eight and I had a crush on him and he's dead now, RIP, but he was a piece of shit. Um, he, I remember when I was in year eight, he was so cool. Like, you know, back in the druggies, like the druggies were cool with their like Adidas, like their baggy Adidas pants and their Nike hats. Like he was, um, just, what did you, what do you call them? The Darties. Like Darrow. Darrow. Like he was a Darrow, but like back in the day that was cool. Like he listened to Eminem and like rap and stuff. Anyway, he was this little piece of shit kid and, um, he would always make fun of me for being fat. And I remember like sitting there in year eight going, but I'm not like that fat. Like I was looking at everyone else and there was like fatty McFats in my class. Anyway, uh, fast forward like eight years um, or maybe seven years, maybe even four or five years, he wanted to come into the work that I was working and like come and see me. And then I had dawned on me. I was like, I think he was actually teasing me because he had a crush on me. Like, so because he was trying to date me after and because um, objectively, I don't think I was actually fat then, but it always stayed with me and it really like haunted me. And like, I mean, so many people have called me fat. So it's like, it is, it definitely was an issue back in the day. But um, it's funny how those things stick with you and you'll just always remember what they said. But fast forward, bless him. He became a junkie and he died. Jeez, yeah. sort of dark into that story. Yeah, because he was like a real piece of shit. Like, it's funny, like in your eight, I was like, I thought he was the be all and end all. Like he was blonde and he was like, cool. But then he just ended up being like the biggest piece of shit. Like he left school at like 14 or 15 and then got in with the wrong crowd and was an ice addict. And then he died in a car crash. Yeah, that's what, so that's what happens to the guys. And then with the, with the girls, it's always that, um they get pregnant at like 18 or something yeah. and then it's like it's good night nerves for them <laughs> um yeah they always but, get pregnant uh, what was i gonna say oh yeah in high school the thing was that if there was real overweight people they weren't even called fat they were given the animal nicknames like they were called a whale oh no that's a, so sad a walrus. so the 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 just a little bit like in high school like myself and maybe yourself i don't remember like i was a bit chubby and they would they would um so i was called fat right yeah but then yeah the fatter people they would they were just given these outlandish nicknames so it was a real it was a real um it was a it was a tough place to be but i'm gonna set the record straight i'm not boarding i'm not boarding and i refuse to let that enter the conversation even though i brought it up um there's, there's a little bit of a thing no there's a genetic thing in my family that we have a weird hairline but it's not that we're balding because if you remember my grandfather god rest his soul he he died at at 70 something and he still pretty much had a full head of hair but he just had that weird hairline so it's just a weird hairline now i am graying at an alarming rate i'll admit to that <laughs> but i am not going bald okay well we've cleared that up i'm sure everyone was wondering about that it was a yeah. very important issue to bring up um i'm pissed off because i can't get um how to win friends and influence people from the library. It's been on hold for months on end. Um, I'm fourth in line to get it, yeah. to borrow it out. 
Um, it seems everyone in Perth wants to know how to win friends and influence people. Why do you want to know how to win friends? Because I'm not affable. I'm awkward as fuck and I want to get better with people. And I want. And I don't want to buy the book. I'm trying to cut costs. I'm trying to be Marie Kondo and not have so much things. So I put it on hold at the bloody library and people are getting it out left, right and centre. Okay, what about this? What about you do the... Because we got connections, baby. What about you get Tristan to get it from the university library? <laughs> That's actually a good thing. But do you or think it will be at the dad university? dad to get it from his university Yeah, library. maybe I will. See, there's all these little options. You just yeah, got well, to sometimes... Just, you, gotta you know how I say system. I've got a spiritual yearning for certain books? I've had a spiritual yearning. I feel like that's going to save my life. But this, this is book. just you. This is you once again chasing after the mainstream goals. You don't want to win friends. You don't want to influence people. You're no, happy I do. where you are. No, I... Okay, well, look. I know I don't want to make friends. Do I care about people? Well, I want to, but I don't. I... I don't know. I just I get a lot of envy with these people that are out. Like you know how you were saying like um, joy of missing out. Like I have a joy of missing out, but then I also have FOMO. Not FOMO. I I sit there and I have a joy of missing out, but then it's followed by this feeling of inadequacy that I uh, I'm not out there. But you but you know what? Honestly, just accepts. You can just accept. Like you're not that you maybe you're not that person that goes out and networks but you're per, that person in your business that you deliver a higher quality product than those people that got because they those type of people generally and this isn't always the case those people tend to be more involved in the social sphere and find it hard to to sit down and no, do those more introverted I think, no, things. No, some of them can do that though. Well, some, some of them can do both and it's not even about work. It's just about being a general human. Like people are out there experiencing life and I find it hard to go out and experience life and that's my resentment. Well, there's some people who work in your industry that have a more social, ne- set and social networking kind of thing and uh, we've looked at their content and it is subpar, baby. And you know who I'm talking about. (laughs) (laughs) No, but like I just, it's not about work. As I said, it's more just generally being. Yeah, we'll just let it go. You're you're more of a quality over quantity kind of person. So What, quality communication? You have quality interactions with people and you're less good at the surface stuff. But... Same thing. There's a lot of people that are better at the surface stuff but aren't so good at the getting down in the nitty-gritty. Yeah, but some people are good at everything. Some people, but you're not one of them. And that's the thing is you just have to accept that you you are not the outlier and most people aren't the outlier. That's why they're called the outlier because it's statistically unlikely that you're going to be the person that's good at everything. Mm. Just just love yourself. No, I still want to make more of an effort to go no, out. No, you though. can make an effort, but I think win friends and influence people is famously one of those kind of, like one of those No, it's actually meant to be a really good book. Oh, is it good? Yeah, it's oh, actually well. it's actually meant to be really good like just for skills and stuff. Okay, well that well sorry whoever wrote that. Um well we're we're uh, wrapping up here around yeah. about, so I might throw out a few quick ones here. Um uh is at Murdoch University um, and they got this sign that says um, oh try and save the environment do the half flush and I'm like you're not shaming my flush I will choose the flush I do if I think that I need a full flush to get everything down and you know this better than anyone oh, if, you, if you need a full flush you'll take the full flush I know, I know what flush I need. Don't tell me what yeah, to do. Yeah, but there's people that have just done a pee and they don't. They they do the full flush, and it's like you don't really need the full flush. 
Well, they're already too far gone. You're not going to get them back. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, I've got another one. This is a quick... I like, I like these little questions I give you. Now, you've probably had a pill what, every once in a while. You have a pill that, you you know, what, it tastes really bad, right? We all know the bad-tasting pill. It just tastes like what chemicals pill? What are you stuff. talking about? Just drug like a, pills. Just like a drug. Usually it's a drug, but sometimes you get a normal pill that tastes bad. They haven't put the right stuff on it, right? So my question is... The pills that taste tasteless, this is going to blow your mind. What taste is tasteless? How do they get a pill to taste tasteless? They put the seal on it. It's like. But what? How did they figure out that this is the tasteless taste? Because surely, tasteless taste must be a taste. But what taste is it if it's tasteless? Wrap your mind around that one. It's just a. It's just. You can't taste anything in it. It's just you don't – there's no – it doesn't alert your taste buds. Like when something tastes disgusting, you have that reaction on your taste buds. But when you have something like – say if you put a pen in your mouth and it's plastic, it doesn't really taste like anything. It just doesn't alert your taste buds. So it's like when you have a pill that has the seal on it, for example, like a lot of the um, Nurofen ones have, you it's a, like a plastic – like not plastic, but it's like a certain thing that doesn't have a taste. So it doesn't alert your taste buds. Okay, so you think they've they've balanced, they've balanced the kind of, they figured out what the salt, the sugar, the bitter, and they've balanced it all. No, I think it's just it's not it's not that it's like it's the chemicals in pills. Like when you have like a drug pill, they obviously don't have enough. They don't put money into making it sealed. When you have a drug pill, you're tasting the actual material or the actual chemicals that are in that drug. So your taste buds go off. It's like when you taste cocaine, it tastes like chemical. But how do they find that seal? How do they find a tasteless one? Because it doesn't have the chemicals in it. It doesn't have the makeup of the drug. It's just a, um, it's a, one, it's a consistent material. But I'm saying they still had to find out to find one that was tasteless. I cannot believe that you've even thought of this. But do you know what I had? The medication I was on before this one was um, they purposely made it taste aniseed. That's weird. And I was like, why would you go out? Because I think they were going after a minty taste. But it wasn't minty. It was that weird licorice taste. And I was mm-hmm. like, well, I'm just trying to take a fucking medication. I don't want to taste licorice. Yeah, like if I, like my my pill, my antidepressant, like if I leave it in my mouth, it will taste chemically. Because they've obviously don't, haven't, haven't got the seal on it. Yeah, it's not great. Um, okay, what else Let's do I wrap got? It up. No, I've got a few more things I want to say here. Well, if they're like that, I don't want to hear them. <laughs> because it's just too okay, much. Okay, I see. I see a girl on the train. She's wearing normal clothes, and she's got a um, she's got a high vis vest on. Now, the question I want to ask you is: She just so safety conscious, or is she just so fashion forward? She works in construction. There's no fucking question about it. No, but she's not wearing construction clothes. No, but she's probably in a health and safety job. And they have to okay. wear it. Well, that could have been fun, but you ruined it. Yeah. Well, I she, thought she was just fashion forward. No, she's not. She's in a health and safety, kind of occupational health and safety job. And she has to wear that because she's bloody, I don't know, something. One of those jobs. And she doesn't put it in her bag after work. Okay. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> we'll leave that one. <laughs> we ruined that. Um, all right. We're going to wrap it up here. I kind of want to do one more to make it three because I've got okay. the OCD. Okay. The other day on the bus, I saw a guy that had, um, he really wanted to have an afro, but he, his hair was like 
only like one centimeter, but he still had that the afro comb in the hair. And it's like, <laughs> you, you got to wait a little bit longer before you have the comb because it was just this tiny hair and then this big comb sticking out of it. Yeah. So that was fun. Yeah, but yeah, I guess you do have to wait a little while for that. Yeah. Bless him. Um, but anyway, you've been great, guys. He's fashion forward. God bless. Um, we'll see you next week. Send us some email. Email us. We're letting them pile up. So we haven't done them for a while, but um, we're going to do a big one next week. So, you know, send them. If you want to be part of this, this pod and you want to hear, if you want to hear your name and you want to, you want to, you want to create a conversation in your community, email us, the resentment list at gmail.com. Um, and actually, I think I've got one that I meant to read out. I'm going to read one out right now. Oh, shit. I didn't this know one's this actually one. a few weeks old. Okay. Um, and I completely forgot to read it out. Um, she Okay, this is from Crystal. This is also – this is about the crushes that we did a few weeks ago. Crystal. Yeah, Crystal uh, emailed and said, uh, great pod. Um, I wanted to share with you my strange juvenile crush anyway. I adored Sam Neil, especially in Merlin. Jesus Christ, that voice so soft and wise, how he had a cat whisker mole on his cheek. It broke my little vegetarian heart when he became the red meat spokesman and was in those – Dumb caveman ads. Was Sam Neil the guy in the Matrix? I don't know. Because if it was, then I tell you what, I can get behind that one. You can get Cause behind he it. Because if this is the guy from, the, you know, the guy in the Matrix that was like Mr. Anderson. Um, I'm gonna find out if he was. I, I don't. I know don't if it is him. Yeah, he's got something about him. I've got to say. No, I don't think it was him. Who was that? He's got like a. That's him now, but in Merlin he was younger. No, nah, he's he's hot as fuck. He wasn't the guy I was thinking of. You think he's hot? Yeah, he's hell good. He looks like that guy, um, that guy from Seventh Heaven that got was convicted of pedophilia. Do you know about that? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the priest. Yeah, well, he had a pedo pedo all over him. I saw him. Yeah, this yeah, is they should have known. Really, this is him in Merlin. He's yeah, he's kind of sexual. He's got a great jaw. Well, I want to find this Matrix guy now. And he has that mole, see? Oh, he's, he's straight fire. What, what's straight fire? <laughs> he's good looking. Is that, is that a new, like... No, that's already old. You, you missed that boat, baby. Oh, damn. I want to start saying it. Um, I need some new sayings Okay, to keep Hugo me Weaving. Oh, yeah. Hugo Weaving. Now, he, i tell you why I like Hugo Weaving, because he's, he's the kind of guy that would, would punish you for breaking curfew, if you know what I mean. Ew. <laughs> he's like a real stern dad, and that's Hugo what I like. Weaving. Oh, oh yeah, he's. Oh my uh, god, he yeah. is hot as fuck. Yeah, Hugo Weaving. Yeah, he looks better with age. Now oh, he's got a good receiving. Oldie. Oh, and he's got the eyebrows that are kind of like, like a fine wine. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that you were uh, fluid, Ben. I'm not fluid. Oh, he looks like Nick Cave here. How good yeah, is this he one? Does, yeah, I want to get up in that waving. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's wrap it up. Okay, All I've right. got a good thing to end oh, on. Jesus, is you this is never going to end. You do, a, you do a mantra and then I'll harmonize with the no, mantra and it'll be that. like a kind of healing. No, no I'm not healing okay. anyone. You okay. guys can stay broken. All right. All right, see ya. Bye.